this week on the Black Mind Games podcast. It's me and Josh, and Alan's a fucking piece of shit because he's not here yet. And Ben's a, mud, a dirty person. That That's so harsh. Dang. Oh, man. He, he's such a horrible person who's super political. He makes me political as such. Um... He's very, he's very political, guys. He's very political. This is not a monster of my own making. No, it is. But that's besides the point. But we got Josh here. He's the best person. Yep. Some would say he's the Tom Cruise of the podcast. Uh, I don't know if I'm Tom Cruise. I'm definitely not as insane as as he is. I need a soundboard. Because <laughs> literally, you know how uh, when, uh, what was it? Uh. The guy who was Batman, uh, what's his name? Fucking crazy. He, he was also the crazy guy in American Psycho. Christian Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale. When Christian Bale was making the role for that, for the crazy guy in American Psycho, he was trying to find, you know, good like good people to be like that. And he, when he, he said that when he w- looked up videos and talked to Tom Cruise, he, he felt that there was nothing behind his eyes. Like, he's so dead. Like, he's putting on a face. He's putting on a mask. But behind that, it's dead. And I'm like, oh, that's where he got his inspiration from. It's Tom Cruise. I have more feeling Maybe. than him. <laughs> huh. I mean, it's hard to have feeling when you were fucking flying planes and stuff like that. I feel like he's like doing all this shit just so he can feel something. Yeah, like I uh, do believe like because he's try- like he's tr- going to Scientology, going out, jumping out of planes, hanging on to planes, fucking d- blowing up shit. He's doing all that just because he's like, oh, I feel nothing <laughs> like he could break an arm and still be like, oh, I can, I can feel huh. that, but not, not <laughs> the side of my not body. What I wanted. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but uh, yeah. Yeah. I found out. I found out some stuff today. Found some cringe things, uh, such as the Columbine kids apparently have Rule Thirty Four of them. What? They have gay Rule Thirty Four. Oh boy. Of course. Why not? Yeah. But I also learned some very interesting stuff this week. I'm hoping that we can save it. But in looking at the topic list, I guess we got to talk about it. Uh, are we talking about that stupid pride thing mod thing? Why would we talk about that? I don't know. <laughs> OK, well, let's talk about it. Uh, next is bond mods band uh, pride flag removal mod. So your game could be 50% less gay. And the, so the, then the mods are like, no. <laughs> well, the funny thing is the gay community got really upset about it. But I go on Pride. I go search up Pride. And you can switch the American flag for the Pride flag very quickly. Yeah. So it's like, eh. I don't know what you guys are kind of upset about. I mean, I don't know. Like... I don't know. 
like i guess like at the end of the day it's just like you see the pride flag and just go whatever that's basically well i'm thinking i'm like it's sad because it's like like why would anyone give a shit maybe it gets to a point of like you just say oh maybe maybe it'll go cringe but at the same time if i even see an american flag i'll say cringe at the same time they're both they're both equally cringy i mean the americans are just full of cringe twitter has made everything cringy yep just everything Yeah. yeah everything just sucks nowadays but yeah so this sparked a fight where everyone was like Man, I can't believe this guy. I can't believe they banned him over removing of the pride flag. And then the story deepens because the user apparently was a troll account. Oh, really? Yeah. (sighs) Well, then. Yes. So the guy who made it probably knew he was going to get banned. So he made something. Wow, shit, my door closed. Um, so he probably thought he was probably going to get banned. So he probably made a burner account and then made the mod, which is even funnier. And then, uh, I guess, uh, the gay community found out and had a tissy fit on Twitter and then Bob's your uncle. It's all over. Well, so, what I-, I don't know. I- my personal opinion on this is like with the fact that this is a story shows me that nobody really should. The Internet was a mistake and that we should remove it from existence. I agree. Oh, <laughs> you're supposed to disagree with me. I Josh. Mean, here's the thing. It's a double edged sword of like, yeah, you have all this info in front, on your finger, like at your fingertips, all this info. But at the same time, you don't know how to filter that. So you're going to get a lot of the shit at the same time. It, it might, my, my, yeah. Like my big thing is, is like, it's like personally for me, I bought the Spider-Man remastered. I, I don't really care that much that it's in the game. I think that the thing I care more about is the fact that like, they are trying their hardest to Sony is fucking failing in order to actually make a console worth buying anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's no reason to buy a PlayStation five. <sighs> I mean, for as consoles keep going further and further in the generations, it does especially feel like I don't need a console unless I'm a fucking you know, a kid in high school who needs a PS5, but even then, mm. even then, it's like, you know, <laughs> it, like, before you get your computer, you have a console, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, yeah. especially tell that as time goes on, it's like, yeah, I'm f- don't care. Just get a PC. Yeah. Oh, apparently Cartoon Network is being murdered. Oh, no. Good. Good. Oh, no. Let it happen. Not Cartoon Network. Oh, shit. Uh, How are they getting murdered? Yeah, apparently this is going to... You know what? I'm going to say this right now. Good. 
good. How are they getting murdered? Their uh, well, discoveries like, oh, this shit's not profitable. They got to somehow keep CNN afloat. But, you know, fuck those animations. I was going to say, like, is CNN still breaking in money? Uh, no. I I would almost want to ditch CNN. They fired Brian Stelter. Like one of the anchors or whatever? They fired one of the anchors. I think the only anchors they have left because they I think Don Lindemann's gone, which is good. Uh-huh. I know Chris Cuomo is gone, brother of Andrew Cuomo, and the only reason why he's gone is because of what his brother did, which is even better. Um, Don Lemon, I know, is a sexual assault, uh, is a sexual predator to a man. Uh-huh. Which is even worse. Well, actually, no, it's not that bad. There's nothing wrong with that, but he's a sexual predator. Um, which is bad. Um, and, uh, uh, Anderson Cooper, I don't think anyone has anything wrong with. Wolf Flitzer, I think nobody has anything wrong with. So they fired Brian Stelter, who everyone has a problem with. Mm-hmm. So, Josh, do you know who Brian Stelter is? I'm afraid not. Okay, well, let me get you a picture of him. He looks like your daddy. Oh, boy. He looks like a... He's, he look. He looks old. He looks. He's like thirty three. Ah, uh-huh. but he looks. He looks so fucking stupid. It is. It is scary. Here you go. There's a picture of him. So they fired Brian Stelter. And I guess they they feel as if uh, Cartoon Network's not worth it, and they're killing Cartoon Network. Which you know, I I gotta say though, CNN really they should really take CNN around back and you know pop the bullet in there. But I guess that's not happening. I mean, it'd be here's the thing: a Cartoon Network has more staying power than CNN ever has. So if they cut the cord with Cartoon Network, I would think Cartoon Network would be better off. I think, okay, here's here's what I would like them to do. Uh-huh. And this is just me saying this. Uh-huh. Fuck Cartoon Network. <laughs> Why do you hate Cartoon Network? I think Cartoon Network has been trashed since Adventure Time. Like, after that? No, before, during. Oh, during Adventure Time. When Adventure Time started, you could Cartoon Network went. It fell off a cliff. It died. I still. They shot it out of cannon. The only good show on Cartoon Network was Adult Swim, and Toonami. I mean, they brought back Toonami. Yes. Uh, So gave so make the network just Adult Swim shows. I bring back Mega XLR. That's what I want. Ah. I, I also agree with that. Make us this XLR is probably one of the weird and better shows they ever had. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know. I I would think if they again, if they did like, all right, we're getting rid of this. I'm thinking like you're going to just cause like three other networks to show up and you're going to steal more of your money. Yeah. Like that's that's all that's going to happen. 
I personally think that this all oh, we're going back. Well, we're going to the streaming wars and that's shit and I hate it. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be absolutely wonderful. Mm-hmm. You're just going to anyways, <laughs> you're just going to you're going to open up that bottom drawer of your desk, pull out that very dusty pirate hat. And you're like, guess we're coming back to old days, old friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like you blow off all the dust off of it. You're like, shit. Oh, fuck. OK, <laughs> put it on. Let's yeah. do this. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, Josh. Yeah. Let's talk about something. Did you do anything this week? Uh, I played a little bit of Devolver Digital, uh, but it's a Devolver Digital bootleg. I mean, and it's, they're all. <laughs> Basically, it's it was the joke game that they were talking about a couple E3s ago about like how they're going to like basically it was one of their show uh, uh, was one of the Devolver uh, Devolver's um, E3 press release like movie thing talking about how they're going to make money by making uh, printing NFTs and ripping off their own properties. And it's like, how, wait, how do you make money by ripping yourself off? And then they're like, shut up. And they put it out anyways. And it's basically just mini games of their own games that they put out. Like of like, you know, Enter the Gungeon, uh, the Hotline Miami, uh, like basically all the like the main properties at that time. They just made smaller versions of that, like a devolved uh, Nintendo game versions of it, which is pretty neat. Uh, although some of the gameplay is also very similar of Nintendo games, because uh, especially for Enter the Gungeon bootleg, uh, you're when you're shooting, you can't rotate. You're mm-hmm. stuck in one angle. So you basically had to run around the room, kite them a little bit and then get, get in that one shooting angle and just keep shooting at that one angle constantly. You can't. So you're stuck in like a friggin size shifting of shooting. And another one is uh, I played a lot of Hotline Miami, although it's called Hotline Milwaukee. So (laughs) I played that one and that one was entertaining because the the enemy place, the placement and the enemy, what the enemies are, were just like randomized. And sometimes you can get a dog holding a gun and it would shoot at you. And you're like this doesn't oh, yeah yeah i'd be like that doesn't make sense but i do believe in the trailer they even pointed that out that doesn't make sense i believe in bootleg greatness yeah like and all and also there was the uh ape out or ape you know the the ape game that had a whole lot of jazz and you're you could killing the fuck down of people as you're trying to escape oh i think it was called ape out ape out I think so. Uh, I got to look that up now. Yeah, Ape Out. So Ape Out, yeah, like Ape Out was the one that you're trying to escape because they imprison you and you're just running through kind of like office buildings and stuff like that, trying to get back to the jungle. Uh, And the the uh, Devolver bootleg version of the same thing, you're playing basically a weird version of Donkey Kong. Like you have dedicated jumps. Um... You can pick up the enemies, uh, use them as weapons, just like in Ape Out. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, kind of plays like a weird hybrid version of Bubble Bobble and uh, Ape uh, and uh, uh, Donkey Kong. There we go. Like it, it has this weird, 
weird hybrid version of the like just two games stuck together. And I'm like, that's kind of neat. It even still has some of the mechanics of you, you would expect from Ape Out, which like you could pick up a metal door, use it as a shield, pick up a guy, you could use him as a shield for one bullet and like then he dies. And also some mm. and yeah, like still has a lot of the features from the original game. And I'm like, that's that's super cool. I like that. I like those details. Uh, and also they have a uh, a bunch of other games in the list. Actually, I should just look at it again because I'm like, man, there there is some cool stuff in here. But, you, but the, some of them are locked away as two player titles, which. Oh, really? Yeah, not great. Although I assume hmm. I could just cheese it and get the achievements that way. Um, Probably. Entered the. Oh, right. Entered the gun. Ge- Entered the gun. Gion. Uh, Hotline Milwaukee. <laughs> Ape Out Junior. Shooty Boots. Uh, Lif- Loof Rousers 3. Absolver is in here, but it's a two player only. Cat Game. And uh, Piku Niku Ball Stars, two player only. And yeah, like, again, really good, like the uh, um, div- uh, like the, the Nintendo, like, you know, you got this cool property, but you decided to make a Nintendo version out of that same property and it ends up being kind of cool that that whole idea. And it's just like these kind of short demos of each one, which is kind of neat. They all like play like an old Nintendo game. That seems like the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I like it. It's pretty fun. Uh, although <laughs> I would say make sure you get it on sale because I, I I'm sure if you're good at games, you can blitz through it in like, I don't know, an hour, two hours, really even get all the achievements because it's not necessarily that hard. It's just like, I mean, I kind of <laughs> go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say. I mean, I kind of want to get all the achievements in straight because I love that game so much. So, but. Yeah. The. Uh, uh, was it the achievements in here? They're pretty much just like, oh, complete it. And I'm sure you get all the achievements for it. Which mm-hmm. I think that how that goes. Oh, I see. Cat Sylvania. God damn it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like uh, Devolver Bootleg, uh, get it for a dollar. It's well worth it. I see. No, oh, man, it's actually hold on. Five dollars and sixty nine cents Canadian. Wait, that's for, what you want. Get, I would say get it. Wait for it's on sale. It'll be a buck and it's well worth it. Highly recommend getting it for a dollar. And did I play anything else? Huh. Oh, did you? Huh. I actually went back to playing Phantom Abyss for a little bit. Why would you do that to yourself? I know it was like literally I was kind of scrolling through my list of games because it's insanely long. And then I was like, oh, right. Phantom Abyss. I wonder what's up with that. Uh, there have actually been a lot more updates that I immediately noticed. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Of like 
you can see the players names that are running through the map with you. So now it's not just nameless ghosts. You can actually be like, oh, that's probably you could be like, oh, that's a friend of mine. He died in this level as well or something or. Oh, you can like because people who are playing this more often than me are basically just whipping through it and going like, oh, you can tell who knows what they're doing and who doesn't <laughs> simply because of like how they die and where they died. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, what was it? There was another little update to uh, the Phantom Abyss that I was like, oh, that's nice. Uh, it was. Uh, what was it? The. Oh, the uh, they redid a little bit of how you um use your stones that you collect in each level. Like at the first beginning levels, you get like green stones and then you get other color stones as you get, you know, complete more levels and get more, you know, further up in the level tree and stuff like that. Uh, they changed that up a bit and now it doesn't necessarily require you to unlock shit. It's just now uh, a way of getting your shit back. And I'm like, oh, that's OK. That's probably a lot better. So it's not necessarily like you need all you need all this junk to get shit. It's like, no, you need some of this junk to get the back. And it's like, oh, OK, you redid like it probably unlocks as you defeat more levels and stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah. Although it still doesn't help that when I play Phantom Abyss, I suck ass still. Well, get good. <laughs> I know. It's just like the one thing that always gets me every fucking time I play Phantom Abyss is that you have to go up a cylinder that has spinning blades in it. You know, like mm. the freaking carburetor type of idea. Fucking or um, yeah, you like the carburetor in a fucking uh, kitchen sink. Like you go up a cylinder of that. It's like three blades in it. And you look up and you're like, I could do this. And you go around the fucking, you know, pedestal of like trying to go up the way you're supposed to. And then you're misjudging your jumps because the blade spin just a little bit too fast. And you're expecting and I get fucked every time. I, I hate it. I fucking <laughs> every time I hate it. Every time I see the every time every time I see the column, I go, well, I'm probably fucked here. Like, oh, <laughs> uh, that's fair. Yep, that's that's pretty fair. If I'm honest, God, I hate, I hate God, I, where I, the fuck is Alan? I hate the column. You hate the column. I hate column bad. Column Col ruin column, column ruins my day. Well, let's talk about stray boobs. Oh. Oh, you want to talk about boobs? I'm down to talk about tits. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, I mean, we could talk. I'm talk. looking forward to eventually calling a Twitch streamer live on air and saying the words nice rack and tits. Oh, dear. See ya. And we're banned. <laughs> Never allowed back ever again. We wouldn't be banned from that. And we're banned. We would get banned if I asked her if she was jealous that her phone died. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, is that Persimo? I mean, maybe. <laughs> I know they have daddy issues. See, you just get look, get the fiery redhead because they're fire crotches. Mm -hmm. It's just. I mean, that's what freaking my degenerate friend tells me. Make sure you get a redhead because they're always fire in bed. I'm like, oh, no. 
don't that know. Just sounds like a, that just sounds like a fun time. Uh, I'm not. I, I mean, yes, but then I'm like, oh no, I don't. Not sure if I could compete with that. I don't. I don't oh, oh dear. Like, I mean, the you know how there's casual sex. I'm pretty sure they play on competitive sex. Yeah. <laughs> competitive sex. Yep. Is this like competitive racism that Ben talks about? Competitive racism? Yeah. What's his concept? He says, fuck casual. He said, fuck casual racism one day. We're doing competitive. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> is it like speed running and shit to try and get the N-word in Call of Duty? For, I've... <laughs> No, actually, when you say that, I actually think of this album cover of a music I listen to on YouTube because I think it's super brutal. Uh, oh, al- yeah. Although you think I could find it, but it's actually hard to search because it doesn't show up where it's supposed to. You have to actually manually search for it, which yeah. which is kind of crazy because it means you delist it from their own um from their own YouTube channel, but yet it's you can find it on the internet on the YouTube, on the YouTube still if you search for it, which is kind of crazy because I've never seen that before. Hmm. Uh, here we go. I th- see it. Oh, it's not. Uh, darn it! I didn't favor it. But basically, I think it's called like uh, Olympic Olympic brutal. Hold on. There we go. Brutal. There it is. I'm I love how I can find some like shit I like and same time I look at the view count of this thing I like and go, wow, this is so small. But at the same time, it's like, who the fuck will see this on YouTube? I mean, it's obscure shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, I think I'm going to ping Alan again. Ping him. Alan, it's been 20 minutes. That's this album cover is uh, competitive racism. Competitive racism. <laughs> it's, it's like, uh, I think it's called Extra Tone and Speedcore because of the mm-hmm. genre. But then at the same time, like you look at this album artwork and go fucking gnarly fucking shit. Fair enough. So this is competitive racism. Yeah. Competitive racism is pretty unique. <laughs> and fucked up. Oh my god, they man logged off. Did he now? Oh my god. Did he stop playing... Uh, Cult of Lamb. Yes. Cult of Lamb. Did he see our messages now? I think he has. Expect him to show up. Maybe he shows up. Maybe. Probably not. Give me a moment. Going to be a washroom and then hopping on in a bit. Okay. Shall we talk about something really great? Oh, uh, what? Should we talk about Stray? The cat game? I love the cat game. I mean, we could talk about cat game. I love the cat game more than I love tomboys, and that's saying a lot. (laughs) That's saying a lot. 
I'm joking. <laughs> um, no, Stray is a great game. Uh, it's fantastic for the $4 that you pay for it. You'll probably love it. And it, it does enough... It does enough to make it worth it, but get it on sale. It's going to say... How how fast did you finish it? I got it done in about... Let me look. Too busy looking at things. Research topics. Like... Um, I played, in total, five hours and... 5.4 hours, so we'll say five and a half hours. Okay. So five and a half hours I played. So like all, almost sitting. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. 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 Okay. So we have to sink again, but we're talking sink. about straight. So sink in three, two, one. Sink. I don't know. I haven't played it. Okay, boys and girls, we're back and talking about no. Stray. We have Alan here. Alan, what's your opinion on Stray? I don't know. I played it. Okay, have you watched anything on it? No. Hmm. Uh, so what I was saying is, I was saying it's a good game. I think it's a little costly. It, I was, but I would buy it on sale personally. It's about five point four hours. That story. By the end of it, you know the ending. Or by the end of okay. it, you know the ending and it's coming a mile away. Ah. And it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't hold back its punches and it's a very good short story. That makes sense. And it's very appropriate for the time, I think. I think it's a very interesting story with how they handle a lot of the characters and how they handle who the characters are going for and who they're trying to be. Um, there is one thing I would have liked a little bit if they'd done a little bit more, and I hope they make a straight two to address these complaints, but I would like it if they made a little bit of changes with stray mechanics where it felt like a little bit more <clears throat> momentum okay. was there. If that makes sense. Because there's sometimes where I look at it and I'm like, oh, it feels like as if Those I'm are sliding. It looks like the animation is sliding and it shouldn't really look like that. Yeah, that, that, that's, yeah. that's your concern. There's polished things that could be fixed. Nothing wrong with that. And that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Never enough. There can never be enough polish. Never enough no, polish. No, you don't want that. <laughs> I want to be. Mm-hmm. I want this game so polished to be transparent. Also, we talked. <laughs> That's we, probably we a little also, too much polish. We talked a little bit about. Um, oh, yeah, that was that's the, the only thing I should have been doing. Okay. or the Spider-Man controversy. You guys can also have things going up where you can change the flag from American flag to a gay flag. Who the fuck cares? Fuck off. You know what that mod did? You know what the only thing that mod did? Uh, mid the Middle East. Uh, so that's in the game. Switch it over to um, pick it up with the yeah. developers. Um, yeah. What else do we talk about tonight? Mm. What game did he play? 
Uh, Josh talked about a little bit about hey. one of the games he played. How was that? Yeah. Devol- I forget Devolver game. bootleg. I so far it's like half of the list because I was like, oh, I want to finish yeah. these and they're kind of kind of long. They're like 30 minutes to an hour, depending how much you, you the, how much of a challenge they are, because basically I played the um, enter the gungeon version of the bootleg and that one was interesting, but the mechanics were a little weird. I have to practice with that one. Yeah. And I played next was uh, <laughs> uh, Hotline Milwaukee and uh and that one is also it's just like Hotline Miami, but it plays like a Super Nintendo game. So when you're shooting and when you're moving, it's separate move, like separate movements. So when you're shooting, you can't move. But when you move, you can't shoot. So you have to kind of like plan your spacing of where to start shooting and start to you know throw your uh, throw your gun at them, th- explode in gore. Uh, although one thing that's funny is that you can throw objects and it will go in the entirety of the whole side of the room. So it was like, man, you got a wicked throwing arm. And the second thing is uh, enemy placements are actually the anim- enemies themselves are random. So there's times where they'd be having a katana sword or gun or a dog holding a sword or a dog holding a gun that shoots. So you got to <laughs> like so it clear it's the enemies don't matter. But it's like, man, when I see a gun, gun, dog wielding gun, I'm like, oh, shit. I, oh man, I gotta worry about that dog. <laughs> a dog wielding a gun? Yes, yes. That doesn't sound that bad. Oh, uh, it was just funny because you see it and go, wait, how? Oh, okay, yeah, he can he can do that, I guess. Um, I actually finished that one, but it was a bit of a challenge because there was a boss fight at the end, and I swear to God, he took like fifteen hits, and it's like this feels a bit unnecessary, not necessary, but whatever. I guess you want to make the boss fight a little challenging. Oh, and all, you do hit die in one hit. You have to restart the level, but the levels are pretty short, so it's not that bad. It's just fine and annoying. Uh, and also, oh, and also played the ape out version on the Devolver bootleg. And it's just it's a weird mix between uh, Donkey Kong and uh, Bubble Bobble. And also you can you know run around the level like in, in Donkey Kong. But you can actually pick up the people who are trying to shoot at you and you use them as objects to throw just like an ape out. Or you can find, you know, the steel doors and you can pick those up and actually use them as shields and throw those at people. And but also plays like Donkey Kong. And it also when you throw the people, they move, have movement just the same as bubble bobble of like when you're blowing the bubbles and make the yeah. water fall down and shit like that. So it's kind of kind of neat how they mix those things together and it makes it feel like a new game. Uh, I actually kind of want to go back to play that one because I thought it was kind of fun. Uh, and also there is still more games in that list. There's like seven, like no, five more. So I, I just gotta go back and play more of those because they're short. You can easily get through it. Uh, although there's a two of them that are two player, and I'm not sure if I'm gonna. T- like, I'll probably touch them a little bit to see what they are. But like again, it's two player, so it's like well, okay. I yeah. guess I guess I'm not going to I'm not going to play that on couch co-op anytime soon. Uh, yeah. Hey. And uh, what else? Oh, and also I played a tiny bit of Phantom Abyss again. Because because there, there was some update because they did updates to the game, definitely. And uh, yeah, and basically it was like, oh, what this what's the updates? And it's like, oh, now the Phantoms, your run pass, they actually have a name attached to them. 
and you can see who was in the dungeon beforehand and who died in the dungeon. I'm like, oh, that's cool. It's like it's more fleshed out of like this ghost you travel past and who was there in this dungeon beforehand. Uh, and also the uh, oh, and how the gems work in the game. They changed that up quite a bit because before it was like, I think you used the gems to unlock shit. And now it's used the gems to return yeah. shit, which I think it makes more sense. But I don't know. I have to play it a bit more. Uh, and I think that's all the games I played. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, oh, and, uh, yeah, yeah and Jeff I have a game talked to talk about, about Stray. That's it's the reason why I'm like, uh, cause I thought we were going to be starting at 10. Yeah. That's why well, uh, Jeff about me that message. I was oh. like, oh yeah, I got, I, I was know. like, I still got like 30 minutes. Come on. I can just keep going. And then it was like, you've been gone. It was 20 minutes. I, I was like, oh, you wanted to start now. Oh, um, okay. Give me a minute. I just fucking finished up something and logged, logged out of the game. Um, I will say that um, overall, I've played maybe, what, two hours, three hours? Uh, two, two hours and 2.1 hours of this game. I've got 11 achievements. Yep. Um, it's pretty fun for the most part. It, it's very Bonnie of Isaac. Um, and definitely got touches of Don't Starve and uh, other roguelikes. Um, I do strongly recommend the soundtrack. I, I've already listened to some of it. Holy shit, it's fucking mint. Um, the game in and of itself is really well done. Um, I do believe there's some small problems with the game, though. Of, I think health drops a little a, a little too low but that might just be me um because i play very i play a very aggressive style so like i prefer to be like constantly attacking uh and i don't like dodging the, the way that dodge works a little bit and it feels a little bit like there's a little bit too much of a delay between um that two favorites fuck that that's a good game um of uh of like you, you roll, you get a, you a half second before you can swing. Um, I do like the variety of weapons, though. There's the axe, which is more damage, but at half rate. You have your standard sword, which is like one point, uh, which is one point two five damage at one speed, and then you have a fast attack weapon, which is one point five, uh, one point two five damage at two speed. And so everything, like it's it's very well balanced out like that. Um, but then you have branching uh, type of weapons as well, which is you have vampiric weapons. As you hit something, you have a chance of getting health back. If uh, with uh, you have a toxic type weapon, which means if you hit someone, you might get health back. It's actually really cool. Um, I'm probably going to try and get everything done for this one uh, uh, over the next couple weeks because I already know the game, how the game ends. You save the guy that you release the thing, but uh, I'm hoping that uh, that uh, overall that the game is going to be fairly good my only my biggest problem though is i've been told that after eight hours the game becomes a grind to get to the final section of the game so it kind of undermines itself in the long run i think whereas i think one of the biggest strengths of it is how snappy the combat is and how like the, the, the things are they're not they're never super super long 
from what I've seen. Though, mind you, I might also be just because I'm in the first area, so like I might not be very good to like reference to that. Um, of course, the, the aesthetic of the game is fucking cute and adorable. Um, I do hope that there is going to be DLC because there's only four bosses, and then of course the big bad boss there in the game. It doesn't feel like there's any like major dif- difficulty things with it, so. Beyond that, right now, so far, it feels good. It plays well. Um, I have all played a bit is, of. All I'm more hearing of, is reasons um, to download and play the demo of Cults of Man. Of uh, oh my god, what is it? Of uh, MechWarrior, MechWarrior Five. Um. I've discovered something. I've discovered a mod. Hey, hey, Jeff. Yeah, you played a lot of Mech Warrior with mods. Jeff. Mm. Did he fucking walk away and not tell us? Okay. You fucking Jeff, cunt. You yes, I'm. Um, oh shit. I uh, muted Jeff, myself a mod a because the dog was that barking. I have now installed on Mech Warrior. Where? Where five mercenaries? Um. Hub. Not community hub. Uh, workshop. Um, it is a it is a uh, a mod called Sounds of the Inner Sphere. Mm. And I promise you. Mm. Sorry, Sounds of the Succession Wars. I think it's actually called. Uh, so all it does is that it just changed the sounds. So you know how like PPCs, all the weapons kind of sounded a little bit off. Um, so I was playing with a Griffin One S, and I was like, "All right, I got the mod installed," and I took a shot, yeah. and the beam just didn't go in the boom. They were like, "Boo!" I was like, "Oh, you sound right." And then I fired the LRM launcher, and I was like, "It, it made it." You know how LRMs are actually supposed to whoosh before you hear the roar? You hear that. There's a whoosh the whole time that you fire the 10 LRMs. I was like, ooh, I gotta get it. I gotta, I don't have any solid kinetic weapon, uh, like uh, auto cannons or um, uh, ri- uh, rifles yet. But, oh man, like, it's so good. Um, it, I strongly recommend it. Um, I also discovered that with the <clears throat> two starter set, uh, the two um, kits. I just fucking had it open. Fucking um, the two DLCs, Call of Arms and Kestrel, uh, Kestrel Lancers. Call of Arms, um, of course, adds different type of knuckles and stuff like that, and like melee weapons, stuff like that. Um, but I also noticed that it add uh, each of the DLCs actually gives you a different start. Uh, Gives an additional starter point for the game. So if you go to careers, you can find your different careers. Kestrel starts you in mm-hmm. the start of oh, the third, uh, the fourth Succession War, where you serve with the Kestrel Lancers, and you start off with I think with I think eight mechs already unlocked. Um, and then the Call to Arms ones I think starts around the same period, Ooh. and you start off with I think six mechs unlocked. 
and you get to deal with all that fun jazz. Um, then you have, of course, all the five major house starters, uh, starting positions, which is Davion, Yao, Merrick, Steiner, and Krita. And I think there's one more. Can't remember. I think there's a total of eight start, uh, starts, but I might be wrong. Um, and, it, and each one has a different start, uh, list of starting mechs. Um, Steiner, which is the one I, which is the one I played, starts off with a Griffin 1S, which is a laser LRM boat, two commandos, and and a locust. Um, the one S, which mm. is the Steiner version, and then you have the Commander One Two uh, D and the three. Uh, no, the one uh, and the Commander Two D, the three D and the two D, um, which are just slightly varied uh, configurations. And it's actually like pretty cool. It's like, hey, yeah, and you like I think Davion starts with a blackjack. I might be wrong there. Um, and a couple. No, not really. Um. The best and like, and, and faction starts off with something a little bit different. They all start off, I think, with so a good. medium, except for Karita. I think Karita has nothing but lights, which is funny because I think they have two Jenners, a spider, and I think not a locust. What's the other one? Maybe a no. Maybe I think they have two Jenners, a spider, and a no. They have they have a medium. They have a Kirito. Which is actually pretty cool. Like I actually generally like the uh, that lineup. Like it's actually pretty, pretty interesting. Okay. It's well, de- uh, well set up, well designed. Um, I would hope overall, though, that like again, I'm I'm just going back and replaying it for fun while I have like my last couple days of work here. I mean, I get freedom here soon. But we have uh, something else we can talk about today. Um. Hey, uh, so we want to talk about the movie we saw. It was exceptionally okay. We could talk about it. Dragon, Dragon Ball. It was good enough to be as good enough. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I would say it's like seven, eight out of ten. Like it's not the most mind blowing movie. If anything, it's a safe movie. But at the same, also at the same time, it was like, hey, the B team did something for once. Hooray! Yeah, Gohan actually did I, something it was actually so useful. Because like my first complaint <laughs> to Rory was Cell. like, where the fuck was Again. Tenshin on? Because <laughs> he's my favorite character. Like him and Krillin are like my two favorite characters from uh, Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Um, because like they actually have like huge important arcs. To um Tenshin Han is super important because he literally yeah, the, 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 with the delay to buy time for Goku to show up to save the day. Um and Krillin Krillin does yeah, a really big important thing in multiple right. fights where he's he's present for every fight possible. Um fight he's there for Frieza, he's there for Vegeta, he's there, and um, Nappa, he... I don't think he was there for Rats, and Rats, I think, is the only fight he's not there for. Um, no, he's actually there, and he fights. Um, but the problem like the is... is and this is something I have a problem with Dragon Ball with. Is uh, that... Hmm. All of the secondary characters don't get to do anything. 
Because you have Piccolo, Goku, Gohan, and Vegeta as your yes, your four go-tos. Um, and even then, then it just becomes two because you go you go to Goku first. Um, my and that's what I think Super kind of lacks is they don't actually do anything with other characters. Like in Super, I've actually watched a scene that made me really love the fact that um um. Krillin is in the show. Um, Goku challenge. Uh, Goku has to like uh, assemble a team to fight in the multi-dimensional fight uh, fighting contests, which all these weird things. Um, but so he gets to go, uh, him and Krillin ha- decide to have a fight to like show how capable. And Krillin technically wins the fight. He beats Goku in a fight. Because Krillin isn't strong, as strong as Goku, so he has to be way more tactical about what he does. And so, like, he wins. And that's the thing, is like, hey, that's really cool. And then and they did then they did an episode with Tenshinhan, and Tenshinhan just gets shit on the whole time, and I'm like, why, though? Why don't you just let, like, like just do something with Tenshinhan that will make people like him, maybe? Oh, well, whatever. It, it, that's just me, though. Um... What, did, what about you, Josh? The movie, yeah. Mostly. I'm, I'm just... Uh, like, for the whole movie, um, yeah. Josh called something very important. Yeah, I called out something, uh, like, as soon, when we were sitting down and we're watching the previews, and I'm like, I looked over to Rory, and I said, oh, man, I can't wait for the taint shot in this film. And, like, the first and one, he, he was just like, <laughs> yep, and I was just like, yeah, that's about right. And then it was immediately uh, followed by another one. We are like, what? So many taint shots. There's like six or five of them in this whole film. I was like, why so many? Like, why did I call this out? How am I a wizard about this? Like, <laughs> every, oh, just think about it. And I'm like, man, I'm too good at this. Wow. <laughs> I keep calling them out. <laughs> Frank. <laughs> just. Man, yeah, like another funny thing is like even in the, the like towards the end of that big dramatic battle there, there was another taint shot. And I'm like, man, someone's liking taint. I don't know who's drawing that in, but someone's like, we can put that in there. <laughs> Need more taint shots. Yeah. Oh man. Like, <laughs> I will say I did like. Oh boy. I, I really did like some of the fights. Oh, yeah. Um, they weren't just energy blasts everywhere. Um, I think one of my complaints uh, though is yeah, it's yeah, weird to a, see a movie in 3D. There was a little bit of that, but not a that was lot. all 3D CGI. No, I sat down the moment that there was, movie yeah, started. There was, was like, a few points you could tell, but that, yeah, other than that, like, I was like straight up and down. That was my thought when I was watching that movie. I was like, why is this in 3D? Why isn't this just animated 2D? Like, because Broly was animated in 2D. Same with um, um. Resur- uh, Golden Resurgence and Battle of the Gods. I think those were three were like, and they but they used 3D as like an asset to help them, which I think is fantastic. Um, but my biggest complaint about it though is that overall everything was in 3D, and it, I just it felt off the whole time I was watching it. But I do like 
the the effects that they could do with some of the three way better than they could do with three, uh, 2D. Piccolo's stretching arms, but you lost the effect of Piccolo yeah. regrowing his arms from 2D because in 2D it was just uh, and it was just it's just out. Unlike in 3D, where you it had to be like it was very much a, a, a it had to be. I don't know. I, I feel like the 2D animation better for Goku and stuff, or better for Dragon Ball. I don't know. Maybe it's because I, I I was sitting there just the whole time that was going on. I was just like I I it was so it was really odd and distracting to me, and I don't know why. I found it to be okay. Like I, I in my head, I just was like, "Oh, it's just cheaper just to whip it out in 3D, probably." But they still did went through the work of making it look like a fucking 2D animation. Like there was certain points I just kind of forgot it was 3D, and I was like, "Oh yeah, right, it's still 3D." But I was like, "Oh, you know, it did all their work to make it look just like the fucking show." So I was like, "It's not that bad," but at the same time, it's like, "Yeah, sure, it's whatever." It's 3D. I I feel feel it was uh, pa- like at least passing grade of like, hey, I there's times I forgot. You did a good job. Like for me, it was fine. It was perfectly fine. Um, there's not much to grumble well, yeah, grumble about. Well, that's the thing is like for me, the show than, the you know, was just okay to nitpick. Like, it was no Broly uh, remake. Uh, Broly 2.0, uh, whatever they called the other movie. Where they decanonized Bro- the original Broly movie to make a much better Broly movie. Um, I think overall, mm-hmm. though, one of the things that bothered me the most about that movie is just kind of how weird some of the animation was, or well, some of some of the choices for animation. I'll go with that word. That'll be better. Which is that. For the most part, it seemed like they were trying to do something with the idea of like again, like this is a little bit of spoilers. But yeah, let's go into let's go into it. You want to get into it? I I I feel it's so weird, dude. The fact that they brought back Cell. It's, no, it was cheap. It's it was kind of cheap. Just that. But I mean, like, you I could say there, this is like, imperfect yeah. cell. Like, I don't mind the idea of like cell coming back as like a thing, but it almost feels like the idea of the Red Ribbon Army coming back is actually like a really cool idea to like, hey, we're going to do this as like a grounding set to like reintroduce, like bring back some of the older characters and then do something with them. Like where Gohan has to get like Gohan, well, Goku and Vegeta are off world, Broly and stuff like that. Gohan is basically the Earth Defender, and so he has to step up to the occasion with Piccolo, Ten Shinhan, Krillin, and, and you don't just diminish them as like side characters of the oh, they're just called upon when Goku needs extra muscle and stuff like that. Um, but with I, I don't know, uh, maybe the best way to look at it is um. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what the word is. There it is. Is that they wanted to do something with the side characters. But it feels like this should have been like 
a season of yeah. a show rather than just like this one-off and well, it feels like it should have been the yeah. It, it feels like as if it was a of animation of like of the show, or like yeah. And like the the thing is, is but because of how Dragon Ball is set up, you can't have Dragon Ball without Goku, which is yeah. kind of depressing because you can have Pokemon without Ash, but you can't. Oh well, no, you can't. That's a bad example. Um, you can have Warhammer 40k without Man- uh, Manny's Kalgar or Dante or anything like that. But like, if you do, like, the thing is, Toriyama has this ability to set up all these really good characters and stuff like that. But he doesn't do anything with certain characters, and it's actually a little depressing because, like, even in the original Dragon Ball and stuff like yeah. that, Brillin, uh, Krillin, Tenshin Han, Piccolo, um. Yamcha, they were all like on par with Goku, even though Goku was clearly stronger. But because of the way they all, the way they all, the, the, all their fighting styles and all that stuff, that was very much a. We knew who, like everybody was like it was on par because they, they all had you like fairly cohesive. That was very and, like, much very well. Yeah. Whereas now it's like Goku, like if you put tension on against Goku, like unless Goku's like oh, I'm gonna hold back and not have to like, be, there's no attention on beats him. Same with, like, even as much as I love that scene in Dragon Ball Super where Krillin beats Goku, um, it's very much like, you know, the power level has gotten so drastically wide now that you can't have these side characters present anymore. And it's kind of what's happened with Krillin. Krillin's now gone and become a police officer, which I think is a thing even in in, uh, in um, Super. Drag- I, I have- yeah, in Dragon Ball Super... Krillin is a police officer. I, I have I have no problem with that. Though. Like that that's the thing. It's he's like, still in, in in the animation. He's still in the show though. Um like for me overall, I, I have no problem with that idea of of just hey, here's this character, he's gone off to do this, he's 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 growing. Like I actually have no problem with the idea of Krillin having a job on the side, stuff like that, and having paying for paying for money and stuff like that. But it just feels like kind of like you diminish a character a bit too much now like krillin is there just to be like the butt of a joke and krillin has should like krillin should never be a butt of same with tinshinon tinshinon should never be a butt of a joke yamcha as much as i love him should be the butt of a joke uh because he he was always the weakest member of the uh the sea fighter um Although I still like the fact that Josh was like, you know, at the end of the series, should be Shinra and Zon's the villain. I'm like, yeah, that's GT. He was like, what? I was like, yeah, that's how GT ends. Shinra, uh, Shinra is your is the final boss of the show, and it's well, Shinra can right, basically it's, creates it's, a bunch it, of oh, Dragon man, Ball I fighters. Like, I wish it was that simple, but yeah, um, if I recall correctly, I mean, it goes. To sh- it go, I mean, it goes to show that like how I haven't been paying attention to the series at all. But I was like, for me, just well, pointing that out, the, and they the already they done do, that. Um, I'm like, oh, um, okay. The, I guess it really did um, everything. Shinran arc is to be the final, 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 the very last arc of Dragon Ball, which was what GT was supposed to be. Um, mind you, it was done very stupid. You had Super Seventeen. You had, um, I, I actually really love fucking Super Saiyan 4 Goku the design or Super Saiyan 4 or Super Saiyan 5 I can't remember 
where he's like red got red fur he's very monkey like he's very like like pure unadulterated instinct and stuff like that and that was what makes him so dangerous whereas with uh, you see it's true with uh same with vegeta as well um but you see you, it's it's a fucking terrible show uh, as much as i love gtb that has some like really good animation and stuff like that it's a terrible show the plot are fucking nonsense oh yes we have um no what's the plot of gt no, no, no. it's it's there basically it's basically there's because dark there's dragon, dragon balls, balls and then there's regular over. dragon balls because every planet that has a namekian on it or a namekian sage on it has dragon balls all right fine whatever cool sure all right carry on from that um but the flip side to this is that the red dragon balls are universal and if the planet that uses the wish doesn't reassemble them and lock them on their planet again, um, that planet's going to be destroyed. And the entire point of the plot is the three members of the three, one of the three members of Red Ribbon Army, oh. um, the dog, the dog assassin, one of the arms dealer, and one of the major bo- uh, mob bosses. They uh, make make the wish to they were going to make the wish to make themselves younger. Um, but they said, uh, but when they saw Goku there, they were like, oh my God, I, we wish you were a kid again. Then we could kill you. It's so much easier. And then Shenron wishes, uh, the Shinringo or whatever his name is. I can't remember the name of that, that version of the dragon is. Grants the wish and then pops up. And that's how the show starts. And I'm like, oh my God, that is such a dumb start. And, Cause it's trying to be reminiscent of old Dragon Ball where they were, the entire first season was them just going around collecting Dragon Balls with, with um, at the very end. Revenant army assembles, uh, not Revenant, three characters that you see at the start of GT, um, assemble their Dragon Balls, and then the fucking pig jumps in the way, wishes for Bulma's panties, and cancels out the wish because of it, which is actually like, hey, that was really clever writing. You're like, hey, that's how you stop a wish from happening. Um, but the flip side to this is that the show is supposed to be a globetrotter in the galaxy, which is actually like i actually like really really like that it's a really good idea too bad they 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 use oh, it's a good idea it would have been really cool if like instead of like i that's the problem i think gt and super are both bad for that because gt doesn't know what it's going to do with itself there's no real threat to the galaxy goku's essentially a god same with beerus same with freeze is essentially god too which is even work which is just bonkers um, you don't have any good directions for your characters anymore. So, what Super should have been is maybe like scaling back instead of a scaling up. But that's what Dragon Ball has always been about: scaling up, scaling up, scaling up. Um, and in GT, the problem with them is they tried to scale back, but they did it in such a dumb way. Let's make Goku a kid again, and it's just like, no, that's not what you need to do. You need to give threats that aren't like just overpowered enemies that are enemies that are actually like very good fighters and like like they have like very good minions and soldiers around them. And then you set up where it's like instead of just like Earth being you set up Earth being threatened and then it leads to Goku and some of the sea fighters going off Earth and doing a globe, uh, a universe tro- uh, globe trotting adventure with fighting off each of these guys and you do a couple worlds and then you defeat that guy and he comes back to earth and then you have a little story there and then you wrap the series from there um but i don't know it's just, as much as i love the animation in gt it's just not very good either um 
Yeah. Um, what else could I say? I I do love the fact that jo- you, Josh, unadulter- uh, un- unadulteratingly, were like, he's got to be the villain. I was just like, ah, yeah. that happened. It was not very good. Um, it's also weird that... Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I I hate I hate this scene in this this I, movie. I have assembled all the strongest warriors on the oh. world and Krillin. And I'm just like Krillin literally outclasses almost like he assembles she assembles Trunks, Goten, um half of them. Android's 18 um and technically Piccolo and Goten uh Go- Gohan. And the thing with um Krillin is no. Krillin's actually on par at this point in time with Goten and Trunks. The only thing that they can beat him in is that they can go Super Saiyan. But actually, I don't know if they can go Super Saiyan. Yeah. But can they? Yeah, oh, yeah, they can because that's a thing in the Boo arc. Um, it's also where like they got they their can. really cool talent of like that is their thing. I'm so happy that that's their thing in the show. Of uh, their big thing is the fusion fusion bow dance. Um. Yeah, well, that's the thing is like the, the ability lasts for. I do like how they fuck the it up, so. and they're still doing it. <laughs> they're the f- goddamn fat version, and they're still there's. I like how it's, they're still strong, but they're just kind of useless. Kind of useless. Yeah, I, I have a I have a couple of issues with the movie, and I'll say this much right off the bat. But yeah, no, they do a lot of stuff that works really well. The thing I don't like about the movie though is like. The uh, animation, I, I feel like, as if it would have like, been better 3D as 3D. Is I think I really said that already. Like, yeah, it would have been better as 2D. You, when when they do it, they do so many pan well, shots, and you're like, "That's the thing with 2D. 2D, you have to be very hmm, economic with what this would have been better as 2D. 2D. You can do like lots of sweeping pan. Like there are some shots that like they do something, and I'm mm. like, I don't know how I feel about that shot." Like where Piccolo jumps off and he flies up and he jump and he goes to like the like the holographic force field and I'm like I how was he not spotted how was that just not a thing that happened um yeah and then if yeah and then there's convenient plot elements last the last where it's like I almost arc, would say the, the last, entire like, like Red Ribbon Army deserves oh I would say I would say beforehand because the last um, if we're no, talking about the last, the last act is isn't the last fight act where, like, Gohan, the part where Big Great Low Cell comes the back gammas. for Cell Max um, one of the yeah I, I, as much as I like, as much no. as I love the look of Cell, and Max, that leads into the Cell Max oh fight. My God, yeah, it's such a I would agree idea. with that. It is. I, I yeah. mean, I commented as we're walking out. It was Godzilla Max. Yeah, and everyone, everyone around me is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it about was, right. It, yeah, it's, I would it's, say, it's, it's I would really say fun. it's okay. Although, it's a fun I, I think movie the to watch. Of the movie for me was the fucking. Yeah, I'm gonna go in next. Oh my god, those three—they got so into it. I was just like, 
I, oh, I don't know yeah. how I feel about Those that. Th- I'm just trying fucking... to pay attention, and all I hear is, yeah! And I was just like, no. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. They, they kind of made it a little better for me, because I'm like, oh, man, they're getting so hype. <laughs> oh, man, they're just so Whatever into it. If anything, was, like, when Gohan went Super Saiyan Four or five uh, or whatever they're trying fuck to it is. Yep. Like, that movie was so many callbacks. Like holy <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. Good. I have to, I do I do love my my favorite character in that movie. Isn't even like any of the main We're cast. gonna go all the way. Eye. Like holy jeez. Oh, I see you've given yourself a promotion. Hmm. Every time you see him like doing a presentation or something, it's by Carmine, edited by Carmine, directed by Carmine. I was just like, oh my god, he's got an ego and I love it. And, like, I hate the fact that the Red Ribbon Army is just gone again. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, they kind of brought it in, and then they're like, not nah, shit can. They're like, I don't like, know. I like the idea that, like, the it red... Should have been uh, a fa- it should have been more red, of a staple uh, thing, but whatever. Uh, the Red Pharmaceutical Army is actually, like, uh, as a front for fucking uh, Red Ribbon Army Assembly. That's actually a pretty clever idea that would have been really cool. And seen explored out and like built up and developed. Um, however, I, I do believe my big concern for the show, though, uh, well, and technically the way that they developed everything up, is that I think one of the big problems for me is that the Reverend Army is there just for the big bad. That's all they're there to set up for. It. There's their setup for fucking cell ultra, ultra cell or whatever it was. Yeah. And I'm uh, not that it's a problem. That would be uh, something yeah. I could see the Red Ribbon Army doing. But even back in like Dragon Ball and stuff like that, he is. Wasn't the original idea of like Red Ribbon Army was. The idea was basically, hey, no. we want to assemble all the Dragon um, Balls so the founder wanted, like, could wish well, no, for like, himself uh, to be taller. All Every villain in the original oh. series, when they were going after the Dragon Balls, except for, I think, King Piccolo. I think King, uh, I think King Piccolo was the last Red Ribbon, the uh, last villain of the show, um, of, dra- of the original Dragon Balls. Not Dragon Balls, the Dragon Balls. Um, but... My issue is that in the, like, you have, Pon, I can't remember his name, fucking little green alien dude, I can't remember his name. Um, each one has something going for them where it's just like they want to world dominate. And that's actually, like, not a bad idea. I actually generally like that idea. Um, but I think the major issue for this mm. now is they want still want world domination. But... And I love the idea of like how they're gonna manipulate the fucking fi- the fine young doctor uh, Hero or Hero or whatever his name is to uh, work for him is by like oh yeah Capsule Corp is evil because Bulma's got his oh, yes. work with aliens alien technology. I was like okay that's actually pretty clever. That actually be a really cool way to get Red Ribbon Army to be very like maybe popular in certain parts of the world. That would be really cool. And again, this is the reason why like I think the idea of a Red Ribbon. I for 
I forgot that they covered up the whole self saga thing and all that junk because I would have thought at this point everyone knew they can fucking fly because of the company and all that shit. Yeah, it makes no sense. I'm like, in how can you keep this under wraps for so long? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just. <laughs> Even to the point of like, we've seen several people fly out of their building. Like one of their first comments they say about no the co- corporation being evil, and I'm like, hold that the fuck, the, fucking phone. No I one knows that, about this I stuff. That, I was like, that is fucking like, bold. I'm gonna say that this universe doesn't have internet somehow. <laughs> It's no internet. Well, for so, me, whatever reason, someone it, just didn't figure that, that out, it's despite them having more, cell phones. <laughs> like, oh my god, it, it's it, it's that it wants to like have its secrecy of the nation without having the dangers of society knowing about this at large. But I'm like, the cell fight was a thing. How do people not know? How is there not a, like a massive response to like the androids? Um, Goku and all these other like major fights and stuff like that. Um, well, yeah, I get that. Uh, like, uh, but uh, well, even see, the so, Capsule like, Corporation pays for all the damages. There are things that happen that kind of just make me raise my eyebrow a little bit. That I'm just like, how how do people not know about this? Yeah, they do. They just the answer is don't think about it. Yeah, pretty much. No, and it's like it's a really super response uh, because I think the Avengers and then they never did Um, series of movies like Marvel, and they. (laughs) Oh yeah, I mean, even let's say that (laughs) even let's say they did the right the right thing in the series and actually let the world know that yeah we're super powered gods on this planet and fucking we're just. Yeah, this is what we do. Uh, I would like to think uh, there'd be a separate series in Dragon Ball of people trying to come to come to terms of are we just going to die for no reason? No, we're actively stopping that. But shit may happen. Who knows? (laughs) We don't know anymore. We don't know. We'll uh, keep it posted on that. And and then the rest of the planet is just be like, should we? throw them in jailers i or can we i don't uh <laughs> they just have such a fucking crisis on their hand like or no uh what's the term of like the they know these people have such immense power but they can't do anything about it so it's just like people either know about it and go on with their day or know about it and just cry in fear like <laughs> Kind of want to see. I liked him to get the cat yeah, out of the bag and just see how like this planet things that I would planet probably, like, reacts I would to it in general. Is probably straight up go with maybe the like the world governments are fond of it or stuff like that. But like, who knows? Like, yeah, doesn't really matter. Um, do we though? So, Anyways, we got to talk about Jonah Chase. Arc. You, you've you 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 brought this up, yeah, and you did. said we okay, got to make fun of the this. British. What the fuck's going on? Okay, so it's very oh, yeah, okay. simple. Okay, 
the British have won. Okay? What basically happened is a bunch of British authors decided okay. that you, it was a okay, good no, idea to, to make Jonah Arc non-binary. Like, you're not providing full context here. Come on, dude. Give Come me on, a second. Dude. You, you should, get you should have had this ready before we started this shit. Actually, I think actually, I think I have. I thought I did. Jeff, how could you? I know it's weird. It's awful. Thought I did have it already. Give me a second. Joan of Arc. Shit. Uh. News. Okay, come on. Like, Distorting the image of Jonah Ark, Wall Street Journal. Ah, oh, crap. Wall Street Journal. Fuck. Okay, pink news. We have to go through pink news, I guess. God damn it. Um, here you go. So a bunch of... So here's the pink news article sent to you, Alan. And I'll post it in Tapicalist. Um... So basically, a new play, Shakespeare, Globe Theater, I, Jonah, Joan, imagines Jonah Ark as this a, such a fucking controversy because nobody's going to fucking them see this. Gender neutral pronouns. Because those can't assume uh, gender roles in the Middle East work like money. Yeah. Uh, no, we, we know what the gender roles were like back then. Fuck off. Uh, this is such a controversy because, um, in all major concerns, though, is that. The idea of Joan Arc being fucking they them is such a nonsensical thing. Yeah, it's such a. It's a bunch of people who want to feel special. It's like the Nexus mob thing. It 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 is it is a point of like it's something where you're like, man, this is really stupid. Why would you do that? But anyways, anyways, I saw this and I literally like read and I was like, okay, so I got to do some digging on this. And I was doing some digging and apparently the guy who actually wrote the play is British. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm like, wait, hold on. So the guy who wrote this is a British actor or British like guy who wrote this article and it's like, man, isn't Jonah Arc like one no, of those French ladies who's like a French who folk hero or something like that? Uh, kind of like the Knights of the Round Table and stuff like that. Uh, for better or for worse. Yeah. Um, well, no, actually, for the better. Defeated France, England kind of said about the new world being a thing being explored. Um, but one of the big problems with just how dumb this yeah. idea is, and it is a very dumb idea. Um, yeah. it, it generally is just fucking stupid because again, it's it's such a controversy because like I don't care. It's gonna have it's just a play. They're not actually trying to make it a fucking histor- uh, historical thing. That was my concern when you fucking made mention to me. Um, because this is just a controversy. Who cares? It's a play. Fuck off. No, I don't care. I mean, the the reason I care is because I just find it funny 
that they felt the need to remove women. You know, that's actually a pretty a good notable point. historical ah, shit. woman. Holy shit, that's based. Who actually, Holy shit, that's really based. Um, from from a play from a play that like should really be about a woman. <laughs> like, I don't know, dude. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm just like I'm so confused. I don't know anymore. You'll have to. It's so weird. Um, yeah. Also, uh, I guess Klaus Schwab is a little upset too because uh, Klaus Schwab sat there and he announced that there is an information warriors warriors from. Uh, the news punch, which I don't know is an accurate news source. I assume it's not. So we'll go into this topic with a grain of salt. But Klaus Schwab, the headline is WF announces recruitment of information warriors to control yeah. the narrative on social media. That one's actually a little scary because um, I'm not going to say Klaus Schwab is like the most controversial person in the world but when his website hosts the words you will own nothing and you will be happy talks about eating bugs and generally is like really crazy shit like you will live in a pod uh eventually i end up having to sit there and go to the conspiratorial websites and go huh is this actually we'll real? Find out. is this actually happening should i be concerned <laughs> uh yeah, I don't know. I just um, wanted to talk a little bit about Klaus Schwab because that guy's a fucking sociopath. I don't know. I think that's basically it. Josh, do you have any topics that you want to talk about that are not game related? Nope. Okay. Well... <laughs> It's weird. It's like a, I'm a gamer and I just want to talk about games. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, I think that it's time that we finish the show. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Black Mike's podcast. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Alan. Thank you, listener. You listen to us every Thursday at blackmikegames.poppy.com. You'll subscribe to us on your favorite podcast thing up a choice. Have a good night. Bye.
You weren't recording your reactions to my stupidity? How dare you? I give a message. You, I, I, I see if Rory wants to do a pot. I, I already asked him and he said no. Oh. I also, own, I'm also bugging him. See if he wants to do it. I messaged Ben and I, he said no. Sure, give me a bit. Wow, now, okay. Well, let's... <laughs> that's Alan. Do we want to just not record while we, we sit there and talk? Here, I'm going to send you a shit post. You're going to love this shit post, okay? I'm You're going to love these shit posts. Oh, no. You'll love it. You'll love my nuts. You'll love my nuts. And my dick. And maybe my cock. We don't know about that, though. God damn it, Ned. <laughs> hey, look, it's literally porn. Could you imagine being the guy who sits there and was like, man, I so want to do that. I want to go up to a Starbucks barista and just say, hi, I would like breast milk. I mean, breast milk. I mean, breast milk. I mean, breast milk. And then get I mean, breast milk. out of the building. Yes. The benefits of having it recorded. Here you go. All I know is that furries are... <laughs> All I know is that there is no God. Also, here's another shit post for you. That you'll love. There you go. Me on my way to the principal's office after I asked an emo girl if she gets jealous when her phone dies. <laughs> oh, boy. Should I post that in a well? Maybe. It's not going to be bad. But yeah, uh, should we start the show? Is there anything? How was your week? It was fine. Did you have sex? I fuck, man. I, I wish. 
that I would. I know. I know what you did on the Saturday night. Not it was sex. not as good. It was not <laughs> sex. <laughs> not sex. We did the the opposite of that. Yeah, we all. It was a fucking cock and ball fest. Fucking sausage I, fest. I really hate how I completely predicted. Fuck you! Probably you were you were like a seat away. But I, made, I was two seats away. Yeah, you're two seats away. But I made the joke of like of t- <laughs> that Rory going can't wait for the taint shot. And he's like, oh, yes. When they spread eagle in this film, I know of like <laughs> that scene. That's totally going to happen. Uh-huh. And then fucking like a couple shots, like just barely 10 minutes into the film. It was about 10 minutes into the film. Yeah, like 10 minutes into the film. Fucking characters are, you know, jostling for positions in the car because it's spinning out of control because there's a bee in there. And then and then fucking the camera is just shot up their crotch and they like, see the tape and everything. It's like, wait, hold on. How did I predict this? And there are several more taint shots as you will go on in this flick. Like... How, how am I such a wizard predicting these taints? <laughs> oh, Christ. Hmm. Oh, God. It's just funny how I was like, yeah, I can't wait for the taint shot. <laughs> There's just one, okay. two, three, four, five. <laughs> well, um, anyways, let's start the show and then we'll talk about dicks and cock. And Dragon Balls. And Dragon Balls. Oh, dear. The cats <laughs> want the Dragon Balls. Let me tell you. No, it, <laughs> no, it's either um, food you eat or it's uh, um, duh, like a food you eat or sexual thing. But who knows? Mm-hmm. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. Even a sexual thing. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, sink in three, two, one.